Welcome back to the Fix Podcast. It's your boy Nar here with Ari. It's episode how much? 55. Uh, 55? You're right. Yeah. Episode 55. Episode 55 of the Fix Podcast. What's up, people? Thanks for joining us. We have a special guest in the building. But before we get to all of that, let's get to some plugs, shall we? So, first up, big ups to Sharp Cut Barbers. May somebody say... Um, I see somebody coming under the not nice interview say, my ear fake. I want to pre that. I'm putting it on you. Like, what is You're about your hair, Nara. Unlike me, who got my hair from Lothian's Boutique located. Oh, just follow them on Instagram. They're fine. Yeah. Anyways. Shout out to Lothian Boutique for my hair. I'm uh, happy to say it's, it's fake, not mine. And I'm also happy to report that my hair is real. Mm-hmm. And you can get the sharpest of cuts. At Sharp Cut Barbers, located at Nine, Nine Brown, Brown Shops Square. Square. Steve, big up your damn self. All right. Special guest joining us this podcast, this mm-hmm. episode of the Fixed Podcast. We're going a bit political here. <laughs> Robert Nestor Morgan. And, and it's he Senator. Is Senator. Oh, sorry. Titles and such. Yes. We have to be proper. <laughs> Senator. The right honorable. No, I don't know. No, that's not that. no, 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 just for the PM. I'm like, I try to beat up my thing. No, I try to elevate the thing, speak things into being, right? Yeah. Oh, yes, Parliament Secretary. Robert Nestor Morgan, in the building. Blessings, blessings, respect. I feel like when you're, when you're in high school, people say Robert Nestor um, Marley just, just for giggles. Because it's. The same, right? Enough of that we used to get still. Yeah. But, um, get a name of time? Duh. Maybe no. Maybe I don't just decide for name. I was a big Bob Marley Count. fan. Okay. So when I was born in 81, I think Bob Marley died around that same time. Oh. Mm. So there was a role euphoria in the nation at the mm-hmm. time. And so I got named after him, you know? Your mother was... disappointed in you? No, you know, but... <laughs> Hey, politics. Supposed to be a global reggae icon. Yeah, man. <laughs> when, she me, when she hear me sing, she kind of disappointed. Oh, otherwise, yeah. otherwise, good. Well, well, I read that you used to be a journalist and a publicist. Yeah, man. So was it a were you a publicist for artists or was it just corporate companies? No, man. Um, well, I started out at Newstalk, mm. which you used to be. Mm. And then I went for to what CVM. exactly? For Newstalk. Oh, yeah. And then I no. went, went to CVM <laughs> and then I went to RJR. And when I was at, when I was at Newstalk, I met this lady by the name of Alice Masalam, and I think she worked at Real Navy right now. And mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. I said to her that she was a publicist and she used to ask for interviews, and I said, you know, I would love to learn to do what you do. Mm-hmm. And she said, boy, she can't really afford an assistant. And I said, no, worry yourself. I'm going to do it for free. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I used to write press releases for free and our relationship improved over the years. And to the extent where the first artist I really represented with Alison, at the time it was Alicat PR, 
was, oh i know was, yeah. was jack your in, in a 2007 oh so ja- wait it was J- jack your was your first artist yeah that i thought was you said alicat we know what no, alicat is the name of the pr company oh, oh. so it's alison masalaman oh, okay. at the time she mm-hmm. named masalaman i think okay. she named young now okay and it was like so she used to do like film, film music and events. I mean, she used to do things for like, what a guy named, what do they, um, Sprinter? What's the director? Storm. Storm so Salter, yeah. Some stuff for Storm Salter back mm. in the day and so on. So we were learning the craft from another 07, mm-hmm. writing press releases, understanding mm-hmm. the business. And eventually we, we started doing things for Rising Stars. Mm. I mean, Alison and I did Rising Stars for about seven years. Wow. Oh. And then we, I did Magnum Kings and Queens of Dancehall for a couple of years as well. Ooh. Did Guinness Sounds of Greatness, mm. Christopher Martin, Cecile, Danger Zone Records that Jack Kira did there. Whalers, um, Loot and Fire, like tons of people. Wow. You know, so our foundation is actually in the music business. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a synopsis of it. <laughs> so the transition into yeah, politics. Yeah, we'll make the lucrative business well, it, well after a time it, it wasn't as lucrative you know, because oh. when i when i started out in public relations it was a, actually a kind of new thing so you had like the established companies like procom and quantum a and p which is now whistling frog and mm-hmm. admark and those people mm-hmm. you never had any like public relations company had marketing companies at the pr yeah mm-hmm. so at that time it was a really good time for the music industry you remember Luton Fire was doing really well, mm. Shakira was doing really well, mm-hmm. Christopher Martin was doing really well, he had Danger Zone out there, he had tons of other um, recording labels, did stuff for Mr. Vegas as well. But then after a while, everybody became a publicist. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So yeah. the market get flooded. Yeah, the market got flooded. So it's pretty much anybody who can write. Anybody who could write a press release. Mm-hmm. And then the payola thing started to take over the music. We never really used to know the payola business. Okay. Um, we used to get free publicity for our artists. And then X News shut down and Chat shut down. I remember X News. And so the market kind of became very contracted. A lot of the websites cable change because back in the day i used to send out like when i'm doing a promotion like 20 dv tapes all across the country to cable stations in jamaica mm-hmm. you used to have cable stations all over the country and then when flow came in a lot of those cable stations shut out remember yeah um re tv was really big then yeah mm. rascasa did have something um is it reggae plus or something like that i don't remember and then hype tv was huge mm-hmm. you know and so there there was a ecosystem that artists could promote their their craft and mm-hmm. there was a lot of shows i mean i used to do stuff with decky dexter and his follow the arrow um I we used to do stuff so there was a market there there was a good market there but then in and around recession things kind of took a turn and uh, i started doing more social media in and around when I left RJ in 2010, I set up my own thing and I started doing more social media and then I started work back with Andrew Wellness because I did some work for him in 2005, mm-hmm. mm. you know. And in 2011, when he became Prime Minister, he asked me to come and help him with his um, communications. Kind of come like late still, but we never win. Mm-hmm. And I stuck with it and tried to help him with the team too change how they communicate and 
use of social media and stuff and that's the short story so you pretty much have a handle on what you want like the message that you want to get to the people you know how to construct a message like especially if artists are like i don't know what i want to say you're able to say well okay this is your brand this is what you want to communicate and you get it out to the people yeah man i mean when you're the good thing about being a dancehall publicist is that dancehall is probably one of the hardest businesses to 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 be successful in because Mm -hmm. it's not as structured as other businesses it depends a lot on how people feel about you not necessarily how you feel about yourself Mm -hmm. so when you're in that business and you have to understand how the jamaican people digest information and how to get people to listen to your artist and what he has to say it gives you a kind of a good platform to develop an understanding of politics as well Mm -hmm. because dancehall probably has one of the biggest influence on the population is the heartbeat of the country. True. You know, look at Carter has been in prison for what, four years, five years yeah. or more? Yeah. And he's still one of the top artists out there. And, and that, that just tells you the power of the music. And I think because I grew up, my father used to play, he used to have a Ilman Hunt and he had a big sound in the back of the Ilman Hunt and he used to play. Admiral Bailey and Super Cat and mm. Ninja Man and remember one time we used to have to take the tape the man used cellophane tape when the tape bust and all of them things you know before a CD and anything so we grew up <laughs> around the music <laughs> you see what I mean? so we grew up around the music so we always have a love for the music and then my mother with the Bob Marley thing again make mm-hmm. you still have that relationship and that mm. understanding of it you know so yeah that kind of give us a, a better understanding like more than some other people of how to maneuver within the space i i, I think because as a pr i'm like it's hard is it harder to work with somebody who who's pretty much just like i just want to make music and they don't really understand how branding works how they they communicate their brand to the to the probably public. easier easier it's for easier because yeah. you can just do whatever you want yeah one of the biggest <laughs> issues as a publicist is when the artist is also a publicist oh. mm-hmm. you know because everybody one of the things i always say to people is that communications is the only is the only is the only occupation that everybody is an expert in mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so you you go to somebody and you say well this is all it is done and they say no 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 but i think that this is supposed to do it this way so it's like you're going to want doctor surgery and say no man cut that game <laughs> <laughs> you know are you going to want lawyer officer and tell the lawyer say no man i so you if you try the case yeah mm. most people would not do that but everybody thinks that they know how to communicate and mm-hmm. everybody think that they know how to do public relations but you think it'd be easier because i guess they have an idea of how they want no, their brand when- and I mean, it, it depends on the personality. So, like, uh-huh. I, I used to do a lot of work with Cecile. She's a big, big of Cecile. I am the Cecile on Twitter. I'm a big friend. Um, Cecile is one of those artists that, even though she understands, she allows the people who mm. she hire. So, I always have a thing where I say, don't buy a dog and bark. Mm. You understand what I mean? So, people like Cecile and Chris Martin and them people, that them understand the market and understand the importance. Mm-hmm. So like, I always say to people, you're your smart. entourage in you know, the Jamaican context is different from what an entourage is supposed to be. So, like, mm. the people them who invent entourage back in the day, in the 70s and 60s, USA, the entourage used to have a lawyer, your publicist. Everyone had a role, a job, a legit job, <laughs> not just say yes. So, 
we don't have that in Jamaica. <laughs> you have entourage, it's just you're bridging them around. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. And they advise you, and you as the publicist in the mix now, I say to the artist, well, you can't say that. And the say, yo, Bridging, you're not punk, you can't say that. And mm. So sometimes it's best you have an artist who just allow the professionals, hire good people and mm-hmm. allow them to do the work. Don't try and manage yourself, because that doesn't make no sense. Mm-hmm. Hire the people them to do the work, pay them well, and if they don't do the work, you fire them, but allow them to do the work. Mm. You know. So, with the talk about music, I'd love to hear your thoughts on how you feel about the landscape of the music right now. No, I'm not. Yeah, your opinions, of course. How you feel about the music nowadays as compared to well, we're still listening now. We still mm. we still keep an interest in what is trending because it's important not only for the job board but we have an interest in the business. Mm. I mean, when I was a child growing up and I used to listen to Baby Shaman, Bounty Killer, and Beanie Man, my parents probably used to say, "What kind of foolishness is that?" Mm. You know, one of the things I try to do is not to to just get up and say, "When I listen to the what the youth, I listen to know what kind of foolishness is that." But then there's the other side of it. We have to think about the quality of what is coming out. Mm. You know. Um, I think we have a challenge in our, our society now where but some Jamaican music evolved out of players of instruments. Mm. So you used to have Alpha, we used to push out people. Back in the day, a live band them used to use until Bobby Digital and man them from Rona Waterhouse start with the digital rhythm thing. And then that evolved now to where a man with a little laptop can just come and build a rhythm. So what you find is that you have a democratization of production. Mm. So a man can mix, record, and can pro- make a track, record a, a vocal span it, mix it, and publish it mm. in a couch. You understand? Well, back in the day, if you want to make a song, you have to go to a student, you have an engineer, and you have players of instruments, and you have all sorts of people. And you had more quality control. Now, anybody can make a song and anybody can put a song on YouTube. Anybody can hire a man for boost him song on mm-hmm. Facebook. Now, so, what you have from Fruity Loops. And yeah, so, what you have is a lot of people making a lot of music. Mm-hmm. Mm. And so, the quality control kind of not as good as it used to be. But then you have to look on it on the other way. What is it that the people want? You know, and at the end of the day, the popular music is the popular music, whether mm-hmm. you like it or not. But my only advice to the people them who, who singing now and DJing is you have to think about your brand, you have to think about the quality of what you're putting out. Mm. Because Jamaica is no longer the place where artists can make a consistent living from music business. You have to go international. Because mm. people don't really keep sure as much as they used to back in the day. You have campfire, you used to have fire, follow the arrow, you used to have so much different shows, mm-hmm. saddle to the east, mm-hmm. you know, all of them things. Nowadays, you don't really have that much show, you understand? So, we don't really buy a record at Jamaica, so artists used to make their money from, from, stage, from shows. stage shows. So, right now, the artists, they must go to the Caribbean, they must go to Europe, they must go to America. Mm-hmm. So, right now, you have to think about your brand, you have to think about how you're resonating across the region, how you are your social media. People don't want an artist who is always in a mix-up and always in a war and in a arrested and charged for this. And first, them now go allow you in them country, mm-hmm. and then you might end up on some list where you can't get a visa. So, artists have to think about 
what is it that I want out of this music business? I want a hype today and today alone, or I want to build a career. Mm. If you look at it, Sean Paul is still one of the hottest dancehall artists internationally. Yeah. You understand? If you look at it right now, if you bring Shabaranks to a show in Jamaica, it probably sell out. Mm. If you look at it, Bujubantan was in prison for much years. Ten. And in Park Stadium. Mm-hmm. And you have to ask yourself, why is it that these guys were young youth, them mother said, why them man, they are old man? Mm. Why is it that they still can draw such a huge crowd mm-hmm. when some of the artists can attract 100 people to one venue? Mm. If you think about the quality, you have to think about where you put out, you have to think about what the market wants. I guess, well, to, to advocate for the artists, is as I guess they would say it's difficult, especially for the stage show. Would it be a situation where people aren't coming up because the music isn't good or is it because the economy isn't so I don't know that because if you, if you look internationally... They don't have so much disposable income like they want. If do. you look internationally, people st- like you go around jangas on a weekend. Mm-hmm. People are go to jangas and spend all the money. You go down a marketplace, people are spend all the money. They, 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 they wedding, wedding them and all of them things, they still have people. Mm-hmm. So you have to ask yourself the question, if people are fly go to Florida, go, 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 go party, people are go to dream weekend, people are go this, people are go that. So if people are still willing to go out and have fun, mm-hmm. why is it that people are not willing to go to a stage show mm-hmm. as much as they used to? Mm-hmm. If you look at America, America still have some of the biggest stage shows. If people are, no, for the artists, them are summertime, they're going to Europe. Mm-hmm. Stage show, people Festival, are listening to the music. Yeah. You understand? So then the question you have to ask yourself is, why is it that, and that's something that we have to contemplate, you have to think about the Nizer Bateman Act, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you have to think about how promoters deal with shows are your shows being done in a way to attract the largest amount of people is a man gonna pay his money to come to your show if you see an artist and then the artist don't turn up or police lock it off before the artist come up you have to think about those things because when a man is contemplating whether or not to take up his money if you can stand up in a line for drive with him gas if you can stand up in a one stage show for five six hours you must think about whether or not he will get a satisfaction out of the stage mm-hmm. and if he's not, he not, con- he not confident that you're a reliable person you understand mm-hmm. chances are a lot of people now go do it mm-hmm. but that doesn't mean I remember a couple of years ago Alkaline Ram um, Mascam down a stadium yeah. Yeah. so it's not a case where people are not willing to go out it's not a case where we don't have artists new artists who can attract people is about how you package the product mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you understand i mean i see people like i don't have still other things i see people like sasco whenever sasco depend on a thing people endorse it mm-hmm. i see some of the new man them still do them thing popcorn our favorite popcorn artists. popcorn lock off saint thomas already mm-hmm. yeah and popcorn your favorite artist yeah he's our favorite artist uh-huh. Good to go. Popcorn and bridging still, isn't it? Yeah. Um, you did say the thing that would the Prime Minister over there. Well, yeah, check going to the people in business. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They have a treat coming up. Oh, is so it? People I'm must school treat. Yeah, people in my center must need to end that same thing. Because I'm sure they will. Of course, of course. I'm sure. Really, mm-hmm. I do some work for the community and mm-hmm. respect that. So the point I make is that you have to know your package your thing. You can't just... And a, and a Panama business again. Mm-hmm. Music is now a big business. And mm. if, if Jamaicans don't take control of the product, then people are going to take control of it and call it tropical, whatever house. them call it, <laughs> tropical house. 
isn't it? Right. As My as question to you is though, do you think the government is doing enough to yeah. facilitate these these things happening? Yeah, because I mean, I'm glad you bring up the noise abatement act mm. and even just a uh, uh, as a senator where you're able to implement change through the bills and in make it you now become law. It's like it feels it's especially like just like even a space, a venue for for for. I kind of I kind of have a different view on things like most people still you know. Mm. Like, every, some people like to say the thing were popular, you know. I'm not really, I'm not really, I want to talk the thing, then we're going to improve the thing. Mm. Nice abatement act is not the problem. Okay, what's the problem? The problem is that a man not going to start him show till 1 o'clock in the morning. Mm. That's one of the problems. Oh. So when the people point the finger at you, you point it right like <laughs> No, it's not that. No, but you have to match the thing. You have to mm. match the thing different, you know. You have to think about it. So, so for example, I could look on two sides of the kind. Mm. So a guy come out the other day and say almost allow dance all artists to cost bad old pan stage. Mm. Yes. So you live side of catching catching all. Mm-hmm. And you have a, a six year old daughter. Mm-hmm. And catching all loud. Mm-hmm. And an artist upon a stage. I tell everybody about their mother. I cost pay bad old. And your daughter in her bed. And wake up and say, Mommy, what that mean? That the kind, that's the kind Devil's of... Devil's advocate. Would they really ask that? Of course. Deny, deny, deny. <laughs> look how, look how much... <laughs> Which little six-year-old not grow up listening and hearing them. And in their own home. No, but hold on. So you are telling me... I'm just saying, I don't tell my advocate. youth, but that's, um, I don't, but don't cuss in my house. My youth not grow them way there. Mm. So why is it that me must in my bed asleep for go to work the next morning mm. and you must over there cuss up here, but don't. So me, I forgot to explain to my my son where xyz mean or stab or whatever mean but so you have to, so but you need to make me finish the, yeah. the position before because you can't conclude without no right right, right. Mm-hmm. so you have to look on the both sides so we want the music business to prosper we want artists to make money we want artists to eat them food but we also want people to have a, a good rest at night time and can mm-hmm. live in a peace so what are the balance and that has been the challenge that every government has faced mm-hmm. how you balance your desire for entertainment and my desire for have a peaceful mm-hmm. night in my community. Mm-hmm. You understand mm-hmm. what I mean, mm-hmm. There's no developed country in the world where you can have a party beside a residential community where done 8 o'clock in the morning in an open air. That's, that's been my opinion that it's, it's the open air space if it was done more in enclosed so then maybe spaces. the solution mm. is one of the things that Damien advocate one of the things that Babsy advocate is entertainment zones and venues yeah. mm-hmm. you understand so maybe that's the solution but here's a, here's a question is it that every time you need a solution for something the government have to pay, spend taxpayers money for it if entertainment business is such a lucrative business if it contributes so much to people why is it that a private sector can build an entertainment complex like what used to happen back in the day? You get me? That's mm. a fair point. A majority of the entertainment venue in the world mm-hmm. were not built by government. And maybe we have to wonder ourselves. When we did the Magnum Kings and Queens and we did the Guinness Sounds of Greatness, Guinness Sounds of Greatness was held at the Chinese Benevolence Association. Mm-hmm. And the government owned that. Magnum used to host a weekends and a government owned that. 
You understand? So we have to think not just looking at it from everything you want government to do. Because why would you want the government to own a venue? Why you don't want your DJ, producer, them business people in the music industry to own a venue so that the money can spread more into the business mm. Mm. rather than every time? I remember government is not the, efficient, the most efficient managers of private enterprise. So you have, have a business now where the government have to contemplate should I fix the bathroom at this venue or should I build the bathroom at the school? Mm. Ah. So you have to match them things now. So it's not. So when I said to you, say sometimes people say things are popular because they want people like them. But sometimes you have to reason with people and make people understand. Say, I know because something popular means it, right? You understand where I come from? It's interesting people hear them near far in from you because uh, you basically say, it should be up to the people and the players involved in the entertainment sector itself to come up with these solutions. Where that in which the government if you no, in the government this has always, the company, but you, you remember, but, you see, as well. but you see the thing is, me is not a youth where come from so you see me have a position where me I come from the business. Mm-hmm. I still consider myself to have been somebody who contributed to the business. Mm. So it's not a case when I say government don't have a role. Of course, government have a role. Government have a role where they're supposed to facilitate an environment mm-hmm. where the business can thrive. So like, for example, a man wants to set up a band, the government's supposed to create a situation where a man can bring in him equipment at a reasonable price. Mm-hmm. So for example, the man wants to build an entertainment complex in a particular area. He's supposed to have an easy way where he can go to the government or go to the KCC and say, I want to build a a place yes, so how we can work together f- to facilitate the development of that. but that doesn't mean that the government shouldn't build venues mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but the government's job is not just to build venues for dance hall the government's job is to facilitate the cultural the development of the cultural expression of the people which is not just dance hall but dance is a huge part of it dance hall is a huge part but it's not the only part mm. Warm to the reg- warm to reggae. reggae. I was just warm to, to mentor. Warm to kumina. Warm um, to mentor, all of them. Like them thing dead. Come don't on. style the people. Them. Thing <laughs> I don't style. They're not dead. They're not as big as dancers. No, them not dead. Them not dead enough. It's not. It's, so we not top, but you have to preserve them mm-hmm. because they're important. Because I got to San Andreas the other day and with the man them the panic sing the, the thing I sing. Mentor the man them sing. The man them make millions. Yeah, but, you, but you see, when you can't complain, say I pay foreigner, I pay foreigner there in the hotel, they must sing to the tourists, them when they encourage mentor, when I mentor the tourists, they want to hear some of them. Mm, okay. You understand what I say? So we have to think about Jamaica's cultural expression, not just as dancer, which is the most prominent and probably the most important, mm. but also government have to balance all the competing interests of the various sectors in the entertainment industry who want a piece of the cake. Okay, so in your view, is there being is there enough um, being done to it's facilitate? It's never enough. It's never enough. It's never enough. Okay. Because as a government, as I said, is a competing interest thing. Mm. So there's a lot being done. I mean, you can register as an artist now, and you can get incentives, and you can do whatever. You can register your brand now and get a protection of your brand. Jaipur do them thing. Mm. We are, we are think about are trying to come up with a new um, copyright type of regime protect people intellectual property mm. work is being done mm. and this government particular under babsy grange you know babsy come from dance hall and yeah. come mm. from reggae from shabba from bounty killer and yeah. thing she understand the business and mm-hmm. she want to help the business but you have to also understand mm. that there in any government there are competing interests mm. mm. 
You understand? So while we interested to build music and we interested to build culture, we also have to build school and we have to build alleviate poverty and all of that, which is why I say government have its role and government have an obligation, but also the business have an obligation. And, it, and I have always advocated that the dancehall artists them need to come together and form an association for advocate on behalf of the music. There's mm-hmm. none. I don't know that you know a dancehall association. No. no. You think like the, the whole of dancehall artists them fail the, the younger ones that's a view that are even gauge old as well. Mm-hmm. That you know the the older generation not do enough for the younger ones and then them turn around and say oh who no mash up the thing who no make the thing reach a certain way you know. But the thing now mash up mm. because music evolves you know. I remember back in the day you did have Bunty and Beanie and everybody else. Mm. And then it did have Sham, and then it, before that it did have Yellowman, before that, and after that it did have Papa San, it did have Stitchy. Mm. So you gotta always have. Half of them, man, they just named Tom Christian. No? Well, I. I <laughs> you know, you know, again, no? yeah, well, I say, in a every, in a, in a the music business, you gotta mm. always have top tier artists, and mm. you gotta always have other artists. I just saw music stay. So, a man, where I listen to the radio and him here five good songs where I like and two good songs or five good songs where I don't like and two good songs where I like. You know, so it's not about mash up the business. It's about the cream always rise to the top of the king. Mm. So, I don't look for music as a kind of one-dimensional thing. You understand? Because talent is not something that like to be, be an artist or to be a musician is not something where you just get up one morning and if you weren't really good at it, it's something that take time and you have to hone your skill, you know? And after look at look at Beanie and Bunty. They have been at it for, for so long. Mm. Look at Elephant Man. They have been at it for so long, but they never started at the top. Mm. And uh, when, if you listen to the first Elephant Man song, you probably wouldn't like it. <laughs> you see what I say? But when him start sing Lagan and them thing there. When him start copy melodies of other artists no man why you, you know me, me see where you're trying but when i really are walking around the way captain jack sparrow you're the worst <laughs> so i don't know if you're understanding the reasoning yeah man. yeah i get it Isn't i get it, it? Yeah. But, uh, like what we do get to is like um like the, the point that gage was making like even them artists that, that when they reach to the top them no create labels and you know they see like hip hop hip hop artists would do and create them own labels where you can sign other artists and them have artist development and all them type so of if thing. you if a man don't create a label why you don't create your own well I get money well, I forget money for no that. but think about <laughs> it think about it like I I listen to a lot of rap music mm. you understand and like look at Chance the rapper man do him own thing. Mm. Look at the one where, where um what come the I don't remember when we do a, we'd probably a whole lot more corporate backing even though I wouldn't want us to think that but yeah but the point I'm making to you is that you have to see a, you have to see a thing as a business and not a hustle mm. Mm. and if you see a thing as a business like if you want businessman and want to really build a reputable business you have to register a company I'm a fine say if you want artists why you don't register a company why you don't register a company why you don't copyright a name. And maybe you could say that the government has a role to educate mm-hmm. artists as to business. But if an artist right now really wants to make it, he must think of him, him thing as a business and not just singing a song. Mm. Because right now, like we have a re- weird thing in Jamaica where we don't even do split sheet more while. 
So every, every, split sheets. Oh, oh, oh. So every man in the studio and this man has contributed to a song, this man has contributed to a song. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's when a song go platinum, then everybody has put on a quarrel. And that's so my advice to the sis to the to the business, to the to the entertainment business sector is to think of it as a business. Don't think of it as just you singing a song. Your talent is your business. Mm-hmm. And if you want your talent to be to, to, to last you. Like I remember there was a story once about a song. I think Sean Paul did sample a song from a prominent old time artist. Mm. And when they were trying to find out who to pay the residuals to or the royalties, they, they couldn't. couldn't find it. They had to put the money in some escrow account. Wow. And you can't you can't so that's a sum of the pension, you know. Mm-hmm. And also the young artists know them them hot you now and them hype and them are make money and are you registering a business? Are you investing your money wisely? Because you won't be hot forever, you know. No, we are brave enough, Lars. Brave enough, You're right. You're right. Because as you rightly said, it's your pension plan. And I mean, the creative industry, there isn't any sort of um, fallback on. Like there would be in yeah, the government, like, like a, a teacher who yeah. was short and guaranteed her a pension. pension. Mm. Yeah, your pension king. So if you decide say you have a record song for people and you don't understand how the how the how the residues or the residuals are gonna split up, mm-hmm. you're not doing it right. Mm-hmm. And I know that we're very informal in Jamaica. A man saying I read him, I just send him a verse and everything. But in the modern world right now, I mean enough artists who have them them songs with various companies, record companies and them are trying to get residual and can't get it because them never at the time think about registration. Regist- registering them song and doing them split sheet. You know, well if an artist back in the day when we had the research who sell them song for twenty pounds mm. and now them song sample by by um what the man them name from New York, ASAP. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Them sample your song. And you got platinum from Billboard, and you're supposed to collect a 50,000 or 100,000 US. Mm. And I'm not saying Shabba. But I, I feel sanctioned. I'm just saying. You're supposed, <laughs> you're I, don't think, to, I don't think you would be Shabba, though. Uh, you're supposed to collect your, 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 your money, and you can't collect it because when you check it out, you don't own the publishing or, the, or any other song. Mm. You, you did sell it. No, Shaba never sell him song for twenty dollars. So I couldn't hear him. No, because I'm like he's I never sang him song. He had a label behind him. He was the song half time and he jump on the remix. Yeah, so, so, yeah. And, you know. <laughs> but the point I'm making is, one of the things that we have to do as people in, like as me, one of the things that me encourage when me talk to artists, like when me talk to popcorn, I say, yo, you have to think about the business of the thing, you know. Mm. You understand? You have I'm saying, yeah. Man, popcorn, popcorn, have you made for anybody? You know, no way, mado. So yeah, but you have to. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. the way the modern music business went. So, like, you could have dropped a song on YouTube right now and Taylor Swift sample it. Your song is not popular, but Taylor Swift sample it and Taylor Swift sell 10 million copies of your song. Mm-hmm. If you can demonstrate, so one, a your song she sample, two, you have rights to the song, three, you own the whatever, mm-hmm. how are you going to collect your money? Mm. And that's where a lot of artists, sure. remember, say, Trinidad James. A bridging sample, Trinidad James song probably put a, a line from, from Gold on in my chain. Mm-hmm. And Trinidad James collect a 40 pack. Just from that just line. Just from that line. Yeah. Remember, say, James Brown 
Blurred Lines, Sample James Brown, and I, I was eight it's million dollars. Marvin Gaye, yeah. Marvin Gaye, yeah, yeah. And, I, and I eight million dollars. So yeah. shit. Remember say them sample on Christian brother the other day, and a two million dollar them off a drop. That's Katy Perry. Katy Perry. Perry. Yeah. So people need to understand say the business of music is not just going on stage and braffing or whatever. It's about a business. Mm. You have to have your lawyer lock. You have to have your manager lock. You have to register your thing. Alright, I was I've always advocated personally. Well, I don't think he would be advocating it, but I've always said that like the like the government. Is it possible for you guys to create a a learning institution at the secondary level at least, where people who have interest in the arts, the creative field, maybe don't necessarily want to go to the traditional high school but will get this this sort of information and this sort of learning from the secondary level but i don't know if the secondary level is is i mean you have you have people who go at edna manley and mm-hmm. and you and all of them place there who are trained in management yeah but like just like you know, have, i guess abroad you have you high have, school yeah but high school Arts don't high really school. teach you a lot of schools have a music program you know yeah, but the music program kind of no sir. I, I go I go send catching high and I and I well that's a strong that's a yeah, strong yeah so don't dis, don't diss the people them think no yeah you, well, but you're 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 calling an anomaly you've not you've not you've not you've stated an anomaly but what I'm saying to you is what I'm saying to you is if people are if artists really interested in understand the business of music you have you can go Jamaica Business Development Company you can go Jam Pro. You can go Jaipo. You understand? Or you can go Google. Or you can go Google. <laughs> it's a simple thing, you know? Like, right now, if you, you can call companies' office tomorrow and ask them, how do I register a business? You can register a business online right now. 20 so anybody who tell you, say, boy, I don't know if you do this, I don't know if you do that, they don't really tell you the truth because it's, we know the information age where information is at your fingertips. That's right true. now, I can go up on my phone and tell you how to do all of them. I just tell you how to do. That's sure. You know, so it's an excuse and, it's, and sometimes it's a lazy excuse mm-hmm. where, where people who don't really want to get up and go focus on them thing properly say, mm-hmm. you know. Fair enough. You ever get tired of people say to, to people like yourself, like, oh, the government now do this and the government now do that. That's a part of the game, you know, because mm-hmm. what the boss said to me, you know, is that if you are communicate to 100 people and one person out of the 100 don't get your message, you feel. Mm-hmm. And that's, because one person I can convince the other 99 say a lie I tell. Mm-hmm. You know, so we don't look upon it like that because anytime somebody comes to me and say the government now nah, do not is an opportunity for me to tell them what the government I do. Mm. You know, and we get that sometime, but we feel like when it go you see, one of the things I have to do is you have to differentiate between sorry there. Apple Watch. Oh jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, make it look Turn so. It off. <laughs> yeah, may I, may, I, may I put it on mute. Sorry about that. That's fine. Using the watch. <laughs> yeah, but one of the things that the boss said to me is that which will be Android. Yeah, mm-hmm. if you are communicate to a hundred people and one don't get the message, it means that you need to communicate some more. Yeah, and you have to make a differentiation, you know, between where you hear on TV and you see in the newspapers versus how people really feel. Because a lot of the times, you hear a lot of people talking on the radio and you're reading a lot of columns in the paper. And when yeah. you go up on the streets, the streets are something totally different. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's like needs. 
if you listen to radio and TV, you think it's the worst. You think it's thing. the worst thing ever. <laughs> but then you go up on the streets and, and the man, the man say to you, "Yo, Kingman, we want the ID, we want the thing, we can't read." Mm. You know, I so them rob my thing the other day and my identity compromised and mm. and it, so we always well me personally i always see like whenever people come to me with information that i don't consider to be factual i always consider it an opportunity to to share more and to talk more mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i mean i view it in a negative sense where people are feel like say when i do nothing i feel like say, people want to be more informed mm-hmm. and that are one of my role for assisting in farming people you know and then there's social media now how how you navigate that now as a politician in, in this day and age now because it seems like all heap of people fought on your page with misinformation and say, oh, let me see one tweet where they're like, somebody say, yeah, use the tax people. Money for go The look girl. San Andreas. San look girl. Huh? You know, <laughs> what, you see, what, it, it, that's the nature of the business, you know, because mm. don't, don't assume that everybody going to like you or like what you do. Mm. And don't assume that everybody will say something negative about you don't like you or like what you do. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't know. So like the guy who said me a Braff and taxpayer money, probably mm. him not know. I don't even have a government phone. I don't drive a government vehicle because that's just not my personality. Me mm. not like people things. Mm. I mean, some people say, but you're entitled to it. Me just no want that the attention, you know. Me not really want a man go send in a request for my phone bill. I mean, you can get a you can get a package now from Lime or Digicel for a reasonable price. I'm mean, gonna say why me if you go stress out myself with that. But there are some and perks they take advantage news. of. Not really. And then it makes me <laughs> no? spend over a million. Yeah, I like how perks, much million? No. <laughs> perks. Yeah, let me tell you, one of my philosophies about politics is that I don't want to get comfortable in this chair. Because mm. it's a temporary chair. Mm. You understand? I mean Can we speak on this? <laughs> can we speak on this I seem like some politician don't know because them. I feel like that's such an issue and I feel like that's really one of the reasons why I become so disenchanted with politics because it feel like relics and you know just people who who just just well, don't we're not get call it. people relics you know everybody have a role but that's true but when you I know, when I speak I speak shift. I speak from my personal perspective and mm-hmm. I don't want to be in this thing forever I want to make sure say when my son reaches a certain age, I can have some time with him and thing. Because mm-hmm. this thing is, look at this, it's, it's what, 8 o'clock or s- after 8 or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm here doing an interview. My youth just gone in bed. Mm-hmm. That's not something that I like. But you have a duty and you have a responsibility. So I, I have no intention of being in this thing forever. Mm-hmm. I want to give something to my country over a period of time. And when I d- realize people them, we need to leave. I know that stay too long. Yeah. But that doesn't necessarily mean that somebody who wants to give a longer service that there's something wrong with them. If a man have the energy and the mental acuity. So for example, let's give an example. In a China, the most effective martial artists are the old ones. Because mm. they have the experience. experience. Mm. In a medicine, a doctor who has been practicing surgery for 20 years is probably more competent than a doctor who has been practicing surgery for one year. Who do you prefer to go to? Well, but you still need a balance. Exactly, mm-hmm. because the old need. man handshake him <laughs> when he might do the surgery. But what my Anna shake have to do with my brain? Mm. You need steady hands. It's, and it's a do. part of the... No, in the, the sense that but me still can sit down there and instruct the young well, man. Well, true. True, but then you want to be as as active as yep. you want so maybe, to be. So maybe the argument, maybe the argument you need but to push them. But from the sideline, maybe the argument you need to push them is that we need more mentorship in other thing. 
Yeah. And me lucky because Andrew Wellness, World War and Tekwe, not me alone, but a couple of young youth and say, come youth, you look like you have some talent. Let me see what you can do and mm-hmm. give you the space where we can achieve and we can present ourselves to the public. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we, we need to say more politicians need to take young youth and make them mm-hmm. understand yeah. because it's a it's a art you know? it's about an art and a science you know? a because, balance because <laughs> like i'm now in the senate and sometime i have to sit down with camina to understand how legislation is done mm-hmm. it's not something where you can just get up and run in a parliament you understand because you have experienced people in there who are embarrassed if you chat foolishness mm-hmm. you understand so you have to learn the craft because writing laws and analyzing laws is a science it's something that requires a lot of thinking a lot of research you know and you need experience to do it like prime minister has been in parliament for about 20 years and it has taken him that long some him don't know everything but him still a learn mm. you understand so a man who has been a legislator for a longer time is a bit is better able to understand laws because not only will he have the institutional knowledge but he will also have the relationships with the other side to be able to compromise better to bring better laws to the country I guess in the case of when you bring up the, the martial artists in their culture, it would be considered honorable and, and where they pass on the knowledge and it's a part of them because they love what they do. While in some mentorship. Cases, yeah, in some cases with the politician, it would seem like they don't really love what they do. They, they love the money. They do it more for the money. You, so let me, me not know if that's true because I guess so. I was earning more money as a publicist than as a politician. Mm. So if money was the reason people to enter politics most people will not be in politics or the power money and the power mm. yeah power but yeah because then again when again connections and then you know you have your own business beyond and then it's through the connections that you make and the, yeah the but status. i can suggest to you that most of the politicians i know don't have time for run a business well I you don't see know there's that. a lot of misconceptions <laughs> in the public you know, and a lot of mm-hmm. people settings were politicians which are not necessarily true I know a lot of politicians who, if it wasn't for them family, they wouldn't be able to have food a month time because they give the whole of them money to them constituents. Hmm. I know a lot of politicians where them, them wife I take care of them because they dedicate so much of their life to politics that when they finish, they don't have nothing. I know a lot of politicians who have lost their families because they have given so much to the country that they don't, they don't grow up, they don't grow them pitney, they disconnected from them wife because they never spend the time. And nobody never forced them to do it. Mm. But somebody has to do it. You understand? And I think sometimes we don't... Like, I'm a newcomer to this space. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to really have the negative baggage where a lot of people would want to put on politicians. Mm -hmm. Just coming out. And when I look upon the space, sometimes I feel like people unfair to politicians. Yeah, politicians forget blame for some things, you know, because some of them do some foolishness. Mm -hmm. But then, politicians never import from... Go to Ireland or somewhere, <laughs> are we them come from? Mm-hmm. The manifestations of them behaviors is our behaviors. It's not like, say, it's a set of people where we import and them come impose things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's just like police. People are say, Yo, police, them this and police, them that. But who the police? The police, them are your son, them are your brother, them are your cousin, them just like you. So that means say, the issue is not necessarily politicians or police or whoever. It's issues, issues with the society. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And in order to transform politics and transform police and transform whatever, you have to transform the society. Which is easier said than done. <laughs> right? <laughs> but you can help. <laughs> we talk about the misconceptions of, of politicians. There is the big 
uh, I guess, perception that politicians are innately corrupt. corrupt. <laughs> Is are, you, are you innately corrupt? Me? Yeah. Probably as a human being, yeah. Yeah, but remember the same. Remember the, remember the same. I'm reason, willing you know? enough to admit that. Admit that. Like, remember yeah. the same reason. Hundred percent good. Yeah. And people don't like to admit it, you know. But we live in a society that has a corruption problem. Mm-hmm. It's not a politics Everybody thing. Everybody loves for go own. So, for system. example, a man will believe so when you're driving on the road and you throw your KFC box in the gully that is not corruption. It is corruption. Mm. You're corrupting the environment. But him not him not pre it that way there. A man feel like say when he must speed and him police stop him and him try to bribe the police. That is not corruption, it's just a blight. Mm-hmm. But then in order for you to have corruption, you have to have the corrupt and the corrupt tea. Mm-hmm. You understand what I deal with? Mm-hmm. So who so if somebody in the civil service corrupt, they might corrupt for themselves or they might corrupt for somebody. When you go at the tax office and you bribe somebody if you go at the front of the line. Is the person who you bribe worse than the person who do the bribing? I guess which is equal. the point. Which is the point I try to make mm-hmm. that if you focus just on one set of people, mm-hmm. you're not gonna ever solve the problem. Mm-hmm. You have to focus on the whole society because politicians don't import it. It's not China them come from. It's we them come from. Police don't import it. It's we them come from. So that means that the manifestation of our behavior as a society are gonna replicate itself in the space of the politician and the police them existing now. So you have to deal with corruption at the fundamental level. And that's the one of the things that we are trying to deal with. So people are trying to personalize this corruption argument and say, oh, this amania and this amania. Mm-hmm. It's not, if you personalize it, you miss the point. Because when they are dealing with corruption in other countries, they deal with it from an institutional standpoint. They deal with it from a standpoint where we don't care who you be. Once you're corrupt, you have to hold you accountable. You're a politician, you're a normal citizen, yeah, this, yeah, that. Think about this. Imagine if tomorrow morning we arrest everybody with throw garbage on the road. You'd be in there. What people, what people, what people would that say? That's why I admit to being corrupt. I guess people would say that, oh, you I just corruption, them not kill nobody. Well, I just litter, them not kill nobody. Mm. So it's like stages of sin. So it's the same thing. Yeah. So like, in, in New York, they have a thing named the broken window approach. Where them arrest you or them charge for every single crime. Mm-hmm. Is Jamaica ready for that approach? Mm-hmm. Are Jamaican people ready for a zero tolerance for any infraction? Mm-hmm. Think about it. I see a guy, I do a donut in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm. And then I see a man, I say, boy. Now, let's use another example. A man licked my car a couple of years ago. A poster bus man. I drive on Hyundai. Ascent and him lick my car. You could have seen the, the blue mark I'm van for my car. Cause you know them used to be blue and white. Mm-hmm. And I drive him down, go across the road and block him. And when I come out and go up by him, do I say, Bridget, you lick my car and drive off? You know, you know who cost me the most? The passengers? The passenger them. Oh. Right now, I know, know more about my mother than I didn't know before. <laughs> <laughs> so the point I'm making to you is wow. that if you're going to deal with the fundamental issues of the country you have to deal with on a wide scale. Mm-hmm. But then again, there's there's the politicians and there's society. So I, I could say but that it's easier to, to get of rid of the corrupt in the political field than it is in broader society. And that's the mistake of people making of the reasoning because you're making it seem as if politicians are separate from the society. 
Mm. Politicians are of the society. They are products of the society. We're just more like status. So, so they may have seem like a boys club in the eyes of society. So, so me a part of the boys club. Me come from country. No, no. We don't know. No, no, no. We have a secret handshake. We don't know. We don't know. Are you like me? Who come from country? Who come from the depths of poverty? Who come up through education and use my talent for reach so you couldn't consider me a part of the boys club. but that's not, not your that are, or that's not your reality no way i thought about that used to be but what you are yeah now. but the reality is my reality mm. the reality the experience is my experience no. i don't i don't forget where i come from no and don't try to disconnect me from my heritage and my history no mm. and my heritage and my history are going to influence what we do in the future Mm. You understand me, David? So we need to stop, look upon people like police and politicians <coughs> and whatever as outside of the society. Because mm-hmm. what you do is you give them a way out. Mm-hmm. You understand? What you do also is you give the people them who you claim in the society a way out. So we in the society can do anything we want and get with it. A politician, them. I guess because separate. you guys have a name, the face, everyone can pinpoint you. But versus, I guess, or 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 a cameraman who isn't necessarily on camera and there's no name to him, no, but the, can go on. The simple reason me I make today is me not make an excuse to say we're not for all politicians accountable. Me mm-hmm. I make a statement that everybody must be held accountable. True. If you if you so like, the only reason why we have crime in Jamaica is because you have criminals. Mm-hmm. And criminals don't only exist in a one community. They exist in all communities. Mm-hmm. So are you going to say that, well, the murder of the Mongla, the murder of them take place in a flanker, but we're not going to check up the big man up a Because I was just thinking blood money. Yeah, no, 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 yeah but enough of the time, artists say things that don't yeah. make no sense, and we're not going to really address that today. But enough of the time, them say things just because it's popular. We're not really not a popular Maybe it's a nerve. No, we're not a nerve. Them can't hit my nerve. <laughs> not yours. You as a politician saying that is really rich now because we're not the kings of saying things that are popular that not really. <laughs> yeah, but if you, you look, if, you look, if, you look, if you look at my history, one of the things that people criticize me for is sometimes I try to say things were 15. Mm, you mm. go against the grain. I go against the grain and enough time people say things just because them. Like, if you listen to some of the songs, them, when they sing about politicians and listen to some of the songs, them, who more corrupt than enough of them when I sing songs about politicians? Mm. <laughs> and if we, if we really if we talk the things, them, we can tell the things that they do where mm. that shock you. Mm. But we're not going to do that because that's not what we're there for tonight. We're there to try to bring people together. His Twitter is so, tit for facts. <laughs> no, but when I say, though, the, I want to understand the reasoning. Mm. If you start separate people and say, all right, we're going to deal with them as a set of corrupt people, yeah. but them are people that want to deal with them because where? Then, what you're going to do is you create an excuse for both of them. Because the man of Ayasa says, oh, you're dealing with me and not deal with him. Mm. You get what I'm dealing with? Mm. So, if you're going to fix the society, you have to fix the society. You can't just fix one piece of the society. You understand? It, well, there, there is still that perception, and you and politicians, they run for public office. Mm. So I don't run for no public office. Well, not yet. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, he was... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But is there anything being done internal that you can tell us to change this perception or just not to pay any attention to? 
people no, that mindset. No, but you see, this to me, I say, is a part of that. Mm. But then, so like, I get boring now because enough people know. So like, for example. You know, salacious. <laughs> in, a, in, a, in order to fix corruption, I have to create institutions to deal with corruption. Mm. So one of the institutions and where I deal is a thing named the Integrity Commission. It's an independent thing mm-hmm. where they have their own budget, they have their own thing where they can investigate any public servant and you have to send in them declarations and then they will check it. Uno create. It's not Uno alone. <laughs> <laughs> so who have to create it? Who passed the law then? Yeah. You have to create it? Yeah. Why you don't go create one? <laughs> <laughs> the man is with me. The, 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 point, the point of me I make still is that. So, like, for example, you have a thing named MOCA, Major Organized Crime Investigation mm-hmm. Agency, where we, are, we are bring some regulation of to make it independent so mm-hmm. nobody can influence it. You understand what I'm dealing with? And that's what you do to fix it. So, when the FBI investigate it, you don't know, say, invest, you don't know, say, you go to prison until they come with a search warrant. Mm-hmm. Or we have a thing in Jamaica where we put the cart before the house. Where as soon as we, we start investigating somebody, we keep a press conference and tell them everything what we are doing so they mm. can go fix it. Mm. That's the we are changing that approach now where remember you know when the man who investigate Trump. I that just that bring up say like the man, you know, <laughs> know put him there and the him a part of the body was supposed to keep things neutral and investigate if anything are going funny with the presidents and all them things and him put him there. And him he didn't remove. put him there. Well, first of all, it was the attorney general. The system, oh. the system, which is the system. Oh. No, but, you, but, but you have to understand it how the system <laughs> works, you know. Mm. You create institutions. Mm. Remember, you know, but they're separate. if your institutions work, you know, they cannot be influenced willingly by any individual. No institution is supposed to be influenced willingly by an individual. So if you put in an integrity commission to investigate and to vet people, no individual is not supposed to can as them change government or if me lose power and next man come yeah. in and can fix and can change, change it. it. Because what it's gonna do is gonna undermine the confidence of people having at the institution. Mm-hmm. So like you have the integrity commission now, you have people like former appeal court judge, auditor general, and so on and so forth. People who have good integrity who everybody in the society respect and think and we have to allow them to do their job because mm. they just start and that's a part of building an institutional framework to tackle corruption just like how we are built one with the FID the financial investigation division where we are trying to check out who has spent too much money and who are this and who are that mm. and needs is a part of that too because when you build a thing where you can actually identify the people in your country mm-hmm you're able to, to, to see who are the things that they're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. And that's how the society has to evolve. We have, we have taken a while to reach where we are. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that we have not reached anywhere. You know? Tell us what we got wrong with needs. Because I feel like, because the last thing I remember, you guys, going to court and it kind of, it was blocked. What we got wrong yeah. with needs is yeah. that a lot, some people never want it to be mandatory. Mm. That's a simple fact. So you have a set of people in the society who, who felt that making it mandatory was an invasion of privacy. Mm-hmm. You know, and the, the interesting thing about that is that the idea to make this mandatory did not originate with us. Mm-hmm. You understand? Because if you look upon the, there was a needs bill, almost the same bill in a 2001, mm-hmm. where the other man them did bring in. Mm-hmm did even more harsh than the one we bring in. And when we brought the bill in 2017, it never have a mandatory ticket night. And when we had consultations with them, they say, yo, you can't spend so much money on this thing no mandatory. And we say, all right, boss, we'll make it mandatory. And then them same one take we go to court. 
But the other Politics. thing, the other thing mm-hmm. with needs though that I think went wrong is I think we took too long to start the public education. Right, because as the as communication as a communication specialist, I felt like it was it wasn't really translated or communicated well to the public because everybody had their own but, conspiracy theory of the Ooh, the government is, going to take the information. The, the challenge is, you know, how you going to communicate what you don't know. Mm. Mm-hmm. So then there's... A, so in order to communicate something, you have to tell people what it is. Yeah, and we when never, say we, don't know. We never know whether it's going to be mandatory or not going to be oh, mandatory. Oh, in you that understand? We okay. never, the law never finished past it, so we don't know if there were going to be any amendments. Okay. And then, but then the dilemma is you have people out there who say, we're going to scan them rectal and ray, ray, ray. <laughs> so you have a dilemma. Okay, what, well, rectal? Yes. Burn. <laughs> <laughs> and people actually believe that yes. thing. People actually believe, so yeah. we're going we're to take them DNA and all of them things yeah. there. But I think we're in a good place now where we can come back with a law. And now more people. The good thing about the court case is that almost everybody in Jamaica is interested in a needs. Yeah. And most people that we talk to think that it's a good idea. So now when we bring it back now and we continue the consultation and make more people know about it again and people can infuse what them feel like are the good thing in it, then we can we can try again. Okay. So you're you're still trying to go forward it before the next election or Well we don't know enough because you can't really predict these things yeah. because you're going to have a giant select committee, which is where people can come and voice some opinions. And you don't know how long that's going to last. So at the end of the day, the reality is that both political parties support needs. What they don't know is what they support in needs. You know? Okay, what the, the details. The details of it. Mm-hmm. And the people are demanding. And it's because you don't really have a national identification in Jamaica. I mean, none of your ID them don't really serve as a national identification. What about the, the voter one? That's the not national. a national identification. What? The one where you, it says... That's a voter's ID. It's not the national one? No. It's not. So like a national ID serves the purpose of a national identification as it recognizes government. So for example, if you don't go and vote, if you're, under, if you're under 18, you can't get a voter's ID. Yeah. But even if you're not, even if you're under 18, you'd still get a yeah, national... Yeah, you still can get okay. a need. I mean, mm-hmm. when, you're, when you're born, you get the number, and then when you reach a particular age, you can get the picture ID, mm-hmm. which has the biometric components. Oh, yeah. And so, and it is not just about, and we're boring out the thing, but just. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> 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 it is not just about an ID, it's about a way for the government to better be able to give people services. So, for example, there are a lot of people in Jamaica who don't have no identity. Yeah, cause like them not have no birth certificate. Birth certificate, yeah. You understand? You have somebody with two birthdays. Exactly. <laughs> I remember them. They catch a man in a port more. Where did I use him? Brother Tiaren. Wow. You understand? Remember yeah, when them a... when them change the passport to biometric? Them find seven hundred people have fake name. What? You understand? And the way the world are go right now, your identity is actually a commodity. Mm-hmm. People are sell and buy your identity yeah, for cents, especially when people <laughs> just are gate with a free. Online. You understand? Mm-hmm. So. What is going to be the backstop in case somebody steal your identity? We have a place where you can go and say, Please tell them people, I say, I'm this. Yeah, and then you, you get up that. in a trouble and you're like, Wait, I, I've never been to the United yeah. States. So we don't have that. And yeah. people would be surprised the amount of times identity theft is taking place in Jamaica, which is why we have the data protection and all of them things. Wow. You know, but enough people now pre them things because you know, they're on the surface. Mm-hmm. But if you talk to the banks, them, I talk to other people, then we tell us, like, Billions of dollars, millions of dollars is being lost 
because of identity theft and all wow. of them things there at your time. Wow. Mm. Another big thing that people feel now get wrong as of great public concerns, cockpit country. Yeah, you've divided, well, oh, not sorry. divided, united the nation in a sense, because everyone thinks that this government is wrong for allowing Nanada, what's it? Nana Noranda, sorry, for a lot of it is misinformation, you know. Mm. And you did an article in, 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 on, in Glean as well, yeah, man. I mean, did that, mm. but a lot of it yeah, is misinformation of, mm. because what is, what is the biggest mis- misconception? And, and the misconception is that we have allowed mining in the cockpit country. Mm. But it's well, whatever there was surrounding areas, and like, what's something, yeah, because sense? here's a joke, here's the thing about it. Mm. Everybody have a different definition as to what the cockpit country is. Mm-hmm. So if you go to the environmentalists, them, they want to put Appleton in the cockpit country. If you go to the Maroons, them, them things that the cockpit country must stretch to go X, Y, Z. So what the government did after about 20 odd years of everybody quarreling and cussing is that, create loopholes. No. <laughs> <laughs> which, is, which is what those people feel. We are prima youth. <laughs> so. What the government did is that they brought everybody together, including the environmentalists. Mm-hmm. Mm. I read that. And we had discussions. And we look at some of the studies that were done. There was a study done in 2013 by, I think it was, I don't remember, Dale Weber or something like that. Mm. And then there was another study that looked at the other studies that was done by Paris Leo IE. Before we decided that, that was 2005. So Paris Leo IE not even didn't know, so we are going to find it. And then we had a thing called Partnership Council where the Prime Minister going there with all of the civil society groups, environmentalists, business people, Jamaicans for Justice, the youth, them. And discuss, say, yo, we want to define this thing because there was a petition upon the site we create. So we need to define it. And we had consultations and we come up with a border based on a scientific definition. When the Prime Minister was awarded for announce, the environmentalists them said, no, 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 no. We still think you have to put more in there. The Prime Minister stopped the announcement and contemplated what they suggested and expanded it even more. Expanded so, it, uh, in, what do you mean, the zones? Or? Expand the protected, the proposed protected area even oh, more. So yeah. right now, as we speak, 10% of Jamaica, about 10%, 74,000 hectares of land is considered the cockpit country protected area. People don't know that. Mm. That are almost that are ten percent of the country that was never protected before the way it is being protected now. Mm. And I we do that. Okay. You understand? So what is the cockpit country protected area? I have a thing named the Broadleaf Forest. Broadleaf Forest is basically the untouched forestry in the cockpit area which have most of the flora and fauna oh. and protected areas and the watershed included in that 74,000 hectares. Jamaica is a million hectares, you know. Mm. And we are protect 74,000 over this. So, and then you have the Blue and Janka Mountain along this, and then you have the Portland Bight protected. So Jamaica is protecting, on average, twice the United Nations requirement for protected areas in the country. The requirement is 15%, we are protect 30%. Mm. So, so we, are, we, we have a thing now where we, have a, we define it generally, but in order to define it specifically in law, you have to have a thing named truthing, which is where a man have to walk around the 74,000 hectares and put on some spikes with point out um, with GPS on them things. Where exactly? This is a road in it? No. 
this a thing in night, this a three night, whatever. Mm-hmm. So we do that now and but the reality of it is that Backside has always been a big money earner for the society and mm. you know part of the reason why we had to protect the cockpit country because we realized that the previous man them did start investigating at the cockpit country and look for backside. And that's man in PMP? Yeah. Oh, and no. So that's why we say. Can't you say him not calling me? No, I just want to be clear. That's why. Water, that's that's why, why we say. To be clear. So that's why we say in our opposition, no mining at the cockpit country. Because mm. we noticed that they must start investigate. Figure the mining. I want to come in. We do the we do the thing, and we had to actually take away some of what them did supposed to get, mm. and keep that in the protected area, and them get another piece somewhere else. So the piece that they have now that they are thinking about mining is actually on the border of the protected area. Mm. So you have them are mine SML 160 something now, which is special mining license 160. And they want to mine SML 173, I believe. Don't quote me. Now, no, we have quote. Yeah, you're the person. <laughs> <laughs> so the issue now is that some of the persons in the area where SML 170-something is, mm. want SML 170-something to be in the protected area. And they consider that to be cockpit country. Mm. So when a man says, don't mind the cockpit country, to him, that is the cockpit country. But when we say we will not allow any mine in the cockpit country protected area, we have, we have 74,000 hectares of area that we have already protected that was never protected before. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't understand that. Now, when you say protected areas, no, my mind says there are unprotected areas. Areas no, of because the country that the it, government has not declared it, protected. If you match it, if you look upon the maps, them what them have, mm. you have different, different maps. You understand? Where one set of people go all the way down to Appleton. Mm. Appleton is a industrial sugar plantation with a rum factory in it. That is to them is considered cockpit country area. So let me ask the question now. A, a, a protected geological sensitive area comes with it particular levels of responsibility. Mm. There's no way possibly you could have a, a cane factory and the rum producing factory in a cockpit country protected area. Mm. But them feel like, say, we need to make all of this area protected, even areas so that do not have... <laughs> even areas that do not have the scientific definition that we used to protect the 74,000 hectares. Mm. But you can't really cuss people because they want to protect them communities. You have to have conversations with them, which is why I have in my conversations about the cockpit area, even though there has been a lot of abuse and somewhat, I'm not use the word, but there's so a lot of things. Ends, they can use acronyms. Yeah. <laughs> we can't, as, a, as, a, as, a, as somebody angry. who is in the politics, you can't really attack people. Mm-hmm. You have to listen to what people are saying. I mean, some of it is unfair, some of it is unreasonable. There's mm-hmm. a lot of lies that are being told. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then there are a lot of people out there who have a genuine concern about it. And mm-hmm. our job as a government is to have conversations with people and make them understand what is happening. But you have to also think about from the other side. There are about... 4,000 people who benefit directly or indirectly from Naranda, including about 700 workers, five to 700 workers. If you lock down Naranda tomorrow, what happened to them 4,000 people? Then? What happened to the poverty rate in that region? Mm. And a lot of people now think about that. 
So the objective. Shut down Appleton as Iris. So, so the objective. So there, so there is this thing where a lot of people, environmentalists, don't want no mining in at all. So mm-hmm. no mining means that you lock down carb cement. You understand? No mining means that you lock down all of the quarry them where where make stone for build buildings. Yeah. No mining means that no more bauxite. So the thousands of people them in Saint Elizabeth in Clarendon in Saint Anne who depend on bauxite for a living. Yeah. I forgot them yeah. That's the thing is no new mining because I'm done. Yeah, but if a man with if a man sign a contract to a man in a 2004, say I'm supposed to get X amount of backside over X amount of period of years. Mm. If you as a government just willingly get up and take with the man contract and the man take it to court, who are gonna pay for it? Me, you are gonna pay for it. So it's not a simple thing like no mining. You understand? Because if a man has a a, a contract that was signed in good faith. Mm. That you are saying to the man, I'm gonna give you seventy x amount of tons of bauxite for the next x amount of years, mm-hmm. so you can invest in your plant and you can buy equipment and you can train workers. As a government, we can't just get up tomorrow and just take with the man contract. It's like you get hired to a company and you buy new clothes and you buy new shoes and you go to school or get a certificate and you spend all the money, and when you reach a company one after about six months, the boss looked and said, Well, you know, I don't think you can work here anymore and you need to go home. Where are you going to do? Am I an environmental issue? <laughs> no, but so so the the argument I have is mm. that we're not disregarding people's concern about the environment. As a mm. matter of fact, this government has done more for the environment than any other government in the history of Jamaica. Plastic ban and all of them things there. Every government would have said something. No, but facts we are talking about. Facts we are talking about. We're not in a direction. So, is, so, if you look upon the facts, you will see say, we want to protect the environment. Because mm-hmm. if we never want to protect the environment, we don't, we don't declare 74,000 hectares of the country, 10% of the country as protected up there. Mm. So, what we need to do now as a government, and what the Prime Minister always does, is he listens to people. Sometimes they say, boy, I'm listening too long. <laughs> but he listen to people. And him always try to reach a compromise. Mm. And you will never please everybody. That's clear. That's true. <laughs> but I guess, I mean, most people wonder, like, why? why? Because Noranda is a Jamaican-owned company, right? No. No. Well, that's mm. it because it says Noranda Jamaica. So when I no, was but it's registered in Jamaica. Jamaica. Yeah. Because it feels like <clears throat> the problem is companies come here, take our natural resources, do as it what they please, but people don't understand that like when, when you invest in a so so one to the seven hundred or the four thousand people or depends on your maths to have jobs. Yeah. Who build house, who are sending people to school. Yeah. So it's very simplistic to say, oh them just come here and take a backside. Mm-hmm. But you yeah, earn foreign exchange, if you help fix your road, if you help repair your schools. You understand? So it's all good and well for be if you try to be jingoistic and say, Boy, we don't want a foreigners here. <laughs> but who are gonna invest in your country? feel like him just mark bound <laughs> <laughs> no man you can't this is general yeah, a killer was your boss before we did start this man <laughs> yo no man you can't this is general but uh, the point no, i'm man. making is like we have a, you have a reasonably now your reasoning you know you mm. can't just always be driven by emotion and illogical thinking so you don't want a foreigners come here that means you need to send home digital then you need to send home lime Oh, you don't want a foreigners, that means you need to stop import foreign care. So all of the bins, them and the markets, them and the axio, them want to sing about. Mm-hmm. And if you send them back, go foreign. Touche. You cannot, <laughs> you can't live in an isolated world. 
that's a caveman mentality king. Mm. It's an interconnected world. So, so you are cuss. So people depend on Twitter are cuss about the environment and I use phone. And that don't are made. So that, I that guess the question is why we can't make these things. Why we can't have yeah, but you don't made by, you don't by have... child labor. No, but not only that, oh, but aluminum and the phone. Aluminum and the phone. You understand? We are we are talking about cockpit country when aluminum depend the mic. How mm. does aluminum come about? Out of backside. So you have to be. So it's not a sense because you're environmentalist, you know, for drive car, you know, for your phone. You understand? But you have to be reasonable. You don't want to mine in a Jamaica, that means you don't want a house to build a Jamaica. You want to live in a cave. Or you want to import all of the aggregates them. That means you have to mine somewhere. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, they would just call them out on hypocrisy. hypocrisy. Some of them then claim their environment. They just depend on Twitter just yeah, attack. We're we not really there for these people still now. <laughs> we leave that to you. <laughs> <laughs> but the point I'm making is a lot of the times people say things and you realize say boy them not really I think about what they must say. Mm-hmm. Like a guy I say, yo, I say a tweet to the guy who say, yo, we need to we need to we need to get rid of all of the cell phone towers them in the country. And I tweet from an Android. No, but it's the same concept. It's the same concept. So like a lot of the times people latch on to, to philosophies and thinking and them don't think about the impact that it has on themselves. Mm-hmm. You get what I mean? And the domino effects. And the domino effect of your plan. So mm. our idea is not to say no to mining. Our idea is to say sustainable mining. Mm-hmm. Do not go into the cockpit country with a protected area and mine the backside. Mm. Mm. You understand? Do not go into the river, the, 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 the waterways and destroy it so that we don't have no river. So even, even outside of the protected area, the Prime Minister said I'm going to create buffers around any features that are, that are sensitive in terms of ecology and ideology. That's, how, that's the extent we go. Mm. And when we did it, the environmentalists said, yeah man, this is a good move. We still have concerns about this is a good move. But now that the people in my course, the one them who say it was a good move, them silent. Because <laughs> mm. the people in my course. I used to come on, man, they hear terms like protected area and buffers, and to them it's like it just sounds like bullshit. To them, just them don't want no mining, none to around the cockpit area. So here's the thing. Mm. I always try to take things to this logical conclusion. You know? So I could lock down Miranda. Lock it down. I think he's saying hire those people. <laughs> <laughs> no, lock it down. Mm. Lock down Naranda tomorrow. You see the backside price drop and the whole country get nervous? Mm. Lock down Naranda. And one of the things that I always say to you, know, you know, is not because somebody talk loud means that them right. them right or them are the majority. Mm. One to the workers, them are Naranda and the other and them families. Lock it down. Since as you don't want to mine in, lock down Naranda because if you don't allow mining, any at all, then what purpose now on that survey? What the, what the workers them are going to do? And I'm not suggesting that the people them who are advocate don't have a reason for advocate, but you have a reason with logics. You can't just a reason. No mining whatsoever. Welcome to the country. We depend on mining. Sad reality, well, we but we depend on mining. Mining provides millions of US dollars in foreign exchange. People are complaining about the dollar that, slide. I was reading today that it's the Jamaican economy grew on a year year. A, a year on, on year two percent in the fourth quarter of twenty eighteen, boasted by growth in manufacturing, construction, mining and coring activities. And this is the World Bank. Yeah. So, so you want lockdown mining, but you still are complaining about the dollar slide. 
it don't make no sense. You have to understand the interconnectedness of the economy. You, know? you are born tourism, but yet still tourism are contribute the most to the foreign exchange. What? People born tourism. I don't know them. Like, yeah. if, if people know tourism, people but important tourism. it is well, to us. You as a politician on, on Twitter, you must hear it all. <laughs> <laughs> I guess one of, one of the things you, you hear to, um, is how slow to the to the start jamaica is in terms of marijuana because that's another big booming industry um that is happening is on the forefront and jamaica has i guess according to all the rappers have the best weed <laughs> that's not true we don't have the best weed not anymore we have the best brand yeah right that's it we have the best brand because of if you do the research you find so the man them what are the hybrids Natural. the hybrids in the united states yeah. mm. in colorado and everything that they are creating some stuff that competing with our brand mm-hmm. the reality of it is that jamaica is in a very peculiar place Jamaica is a very small fish in a very big pond. Mm-hmm. So, when the narcotics war on drugs started, the world was warring against drugs, Jamaica had to sign some protocols and some treaties on the trade of illicit drugs. Mm-hmm. And it categorized drugs like marijuana and cocaine as tier one, mm-hmm. which restricted trade in them. Mm-hmm. Now, one of the consequences of violating those treaties is that your banking sector and your economy are penalized you are blacklisted and seen as a a country that trades in illicit narcotics because you do know that as much as we love marijuana and we respect marijuana as a sacrament marijuana is also a big contributor to drugs for guns and Mm -hmm. whatever them thing yeah so there are two sides to marijuana so we recognize as a government that we have to seek to influence the world bodies to change the classification of marijuana from just being an illicit drug to more a pharmaceutical, nutraceutical type of thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But that takes time. And you can't just get up as a low, small country like Jamaica and say, we are going to go it alone and start selling marijuana without... And, without it being within a particular category because mm-hmm. what that means is that countries like the united states and others are going to blacklist you mm-hmm. and when you get blacklisted it impacts your banking sector mm-hmm. so a lot of the people them were now saying free up the weed and government now do nothing for weed if you just free up the weed and when you go wake up one morning and hear say the dollar reach 180 because we're not getting a foreign exchange because we get blacklisted Ooh. same people them are going to say the government is responsible. <laughs> yeah. So what we have to do, and Kamina has been doing a lot of work and others, is trying to go through the global negotiation process to see how we can get marijuana to be reclassified so that we can get to trade it like how Colorado traded. But even if you notice it, you know, Colorado is a state. Remember, America is a federal republic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as a state. One legalized recreational use and others have legalized rec- recreational use but the federal state government has not yeah, yeah. you so understand state by state. so if you as a country like jamaica now go decide say yeah go, go it alone which country in the caribbean has has um 
legalize recreational marijuana. And the other thing we need to recognize is that marijuana is also smoking. So okay. while we respect marijuana as a sacrament and as medicinal qualities, it is also smoking, just like cigarette. It oh. might not be as bad as cigarette, uh-huh. but it still has an impact on your health. Oh. It might have a less bad impact on health. Some people say, oh, it, marijuana doesn't have it, but it's smoking. And I'm sure marijuana enthusiasts would dispute, disagree. disagree <laughs> I'm sure they will. But anytime yeah. you're putting burnt smoke in your lungs, it must have an impact. Because, mm. mm. I mean, we, we hear, we watch documentaries where we see foreigners from all over the world coming here, building out... I guess weed farms essentially and I guess it's not just foreigners they have a lot of locals in that's the true but they not any business, what I saw is a, a, like a whole hectares <laughs> yeah but it's a global it's a global market in Jamaica but the question is are 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 our local farmers our, our original weed man are they yeah but you can't have a you can't have a weed business a in jamaica the, without a local partner right mm. and they're strong up strongly a part of this, yeah, this man, movement I mean, yeah, and man. they're not being forgotten and no 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 i don't okay. think so i mean people are gonna say to you that more needs to be done mm-hmm. and i mean the reality is that you always can do more mm-hmm. but part of the part of the regime is that you can't open a weed business in jamaica without a local partner right and if you look at a lot of the businesses that have sprung up locals are a big part of it obviously people who come from overseas they maybe have, have more books, money yeah. to invest to fulfill the stringent criteria because you have to be stringent because you don't want a situation where you lax with the criteria and then the US them are whoever come assess you and say, but this is not medicinal, this is mm-hmm. recreational or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then them sanction it. So we have to be very careful because while we want to encourage a medicinal marijuana industry, mm-hmm. in order for the medicinal marijuana industry to grow, we have to protect it mm-hmm. so that it's not abused and people don't just do Cause you know Jamaicans all we love the things. <laughs> <You know? laughs> the the things. <laughs> <laughs> so one other thing we don't want to ask about the perception of the, the, the party itself, JLP. You guys are known for catering to or it's perceived that you know cater to upper class and upper, upper class middle too. class and yeah, yeah you do actually. Middle upper class? Yeah. Not really? because, not because. Yes, you do. Look at your glasses. But the, I guess the yeah, question but, is, what but is middle? What is brown, browner, people of browner hues, skins. Yeah, I'm not gossiping. Not not gossiping. You care about that? More ask you. You care about that? Is there anything being done within the party? You know, one, one of the one of the that things. Perception? You know, mm. one of the sad things about Jamaica is that people when people tell life and it's one of the hardest things. <laughs> So them tell life from Mr. Siaga for decades and when him dead, all of them come out and I say, oh, you know, we did this to Mr. Siaga and we're so sorry, he was a great man. Mm. And the same thing them do to the JLP. Remember where the JLP are coming from in a king? Remember say, when the other man them did a say, uptown and intellectuals, we did a say, dark workers, people. Remember them, them call us dirty labor, why? Mm. Remember them call us gully government, why? What, uptown man in a, a dirty labor, right? Or a downtown man in a Dirty white color. The point I'm making is... The point of the reasoning is this. At the core of the Jamaica Labor Party has always been a collaboration between labor and capital. Mm. Because we recognize that without business, you can't 
grow an economy. And without labor, you can't grow business. So that's why you have BIT. So the JLP has always tried to create this balance between business people and workers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which is why when the JLP in a power, the country always the better. Oh. A fax, Big tell facts. <laughs> no, it's I true. Mean, it's I mean, true. It just look on the just look on the growth numbers. Look on the growth numbers. The, the highest growth that Jamaica ever faced twice. There's some PNP out there. There's lies. 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 <laughs> yeah, but you see, liar. <laughs> but you see, one of the things that I said to people, you know, calling me a liar don't mean that it's not true. <laughs> Tit for fucks. <laughs> you see what I if you me, need to if, get that on a shirt. If me, mm. if, if me present a piece of data to you and you think it's a lie, you need to present rebuttal. Mm. Don't just call me a liar because that, that is not a rebuttal. Mm-hmm. That's a personal attack. Mm-hmm. And what I find a lot of time people replace debate with attacks mm-hmm. you know oh yeah idiot that don't counteract my point my point still let that wait point if you you're it. hitler <laughs> <laughs> no but the point i'm making is we always have to be conscious i like about. how he went around yeah, that one skip 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 this is politics. Mm-hmm. You want people to perceive you in a positive light. Perception. So you have to do things. And not only do things on the fake side to make people think that you're nice, but you also have to have achievements and fundamental things that you do. Mm-hmm. To, and the Prime Minister is one of the people that will believe in that. You know, he'll not just get up and run off in mode for run off in mode sake. Whenever I'm talking, I always talk substance and always say things that is true. You understand? You see? The good thing, the good thing with me, you know, if me did a liar, you'd have seen it on Twitter already. Mm-hmm. They would have come out and say, oh, we have this tape of you saying X and it's not true. And you've never seen that because I'm very careful about what I but say. But you've also said you're young. You're very young in politics. So, yeah. to, 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 I get the chance to, for, to be very, to like that. Yeah, to be <laughs> very yeah, well, you funny. You're very green well, you can, you in can, politics. You can't condemn green, me. Huh? Uh-huh. You get it? Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, you yeah, yeah, convict me in the future. Well, no, you can't condemn no, to something where. Right. But no, I get what you're saying here. Yeah. No, but the, so as it relates to the JLP, the, the purpose of the JLP is a vehicle to develop the country. That's mm. how we see it. So the, so we are not JLP because we just love JLP. We are JLP because we look you know the history of the JLP and recognize it. Every time the JLP in a power, the country better off. You the understand? Very few times. <laughs> The very At few least. times. <laughs> yeah, that's no, me no. <laughs> no, but it's a serious thing. Yeah. And that's a part of the thing with me very concerned about because we don't want a situation where we do all of this work but we don't focus on the people side. Because mm-hmm. you can't make a mistake and you can lock up in your office and you think you're the greatest job in the world but the people out the door don't know what you're doing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Which is why I'm there so I'm there other places are a reason with people because my mother always asked me, say, yo, so you had all of this hard work. It's like you know one tree, you know one forest, and you chop down a tree and nobody else near the forest. You never <laughs> chop down a tree. Mm-hmm. And you alone think so you chop down the tree. So you have to make people know where you are. Though. And it's not just PR, because PR, I always say to people, you know, the PR in its classical sense is not spin. And people are going try to diminish you because them can't counter what you say and say I spin and I spin. Mm-hmm. Don't tell me say I spin me I spin. Tell me when me I say what I lie. Mm-hmm. So when me say Jamaica under this government more people have been employed in the, than in the history of Jamaica. I spin him I spin. 
Tell me say a lie. I guess because I, I say the the um the counter to that is like it's for call center, it's for the, the Yeah, the but call center and a job. Right, but is is it but that s- no make no sense the argument sustainable? No sense. Is it is it livable? Because most people are saying like, yeah, it's a house being made, um, but can people afford to go into these houses? But that no make no sense. Afford? Let me tell you why no make no sense. <laughs> My mother used to work in the freeze one. Mm-hmm. Zane, freeze one send me go to school. My father used to run taxi. Then would have said freeze one and taxi work not sustainable, but it feed me. And there are a lot of people now in the call centers who are doing their masters. Mm-hmm. I try to use the call center to uplift themselves. Never diminish a man hustle. If you see a man out of the road and he must sell bag juice, you don't know the man could have paid a partner for go back to school. Mm. I know a youth up the road, he wash car on weekend. He must go to high school and he want to garage up the road. He wash car on weekend. And he use the money when he saved for wash car for help send himself to school and go and buy books and things. What do you say? Film thing not sustainable? I am not suggesting enough. I'm, I'm just pointing out the counter. Actually. I'm not suggesting enough <laughs> that BPO yeah. job are the greatest job in the world. Yeah. I would never suggest that my mother never loved work or freeze one. Mm-hmm. But he put food on the table. I remember when my mother used to come on Friday evening with a box of groceries. It used to feel nice. So, what he said to me, you'd rather no job than a job? It's just like what them say about hotel workers. Yeah, you know, nice work at Hotel King. After me, no one fair. Walk around with one big tray full of drinks and things. So why, that's why I respect people who work a certain place because there are some jobs. Like I remember when I used to do a country and I used to have to go a bush with donkey and I walk with donkey and I chop banana and I tie out goat and everything. I never really like it because it was already, yeah, there are people like it, but I personally never yeah, like it. Yeah, farmers are the backbone of but this country. But me now go look upon a farmer and say, boy, your job is not a job. Mm. <laughs> yes, sir. I, say, I have some people who... Depend on social media and people with some other places where I diminish other people hustle. Don't do it. Mm. Because you don't know. Like when a woman come work for your yard and you appear six grand, seven grand a week. That, that, that seven grand a week will probably keep a community alive, you know. It has spent at the corner shop and when it's spent at the corner shop, the corner shop man will pay the man around the for the meat or him chicken or him sell and re, re, re. You understand? So you can't diminish people's job. Mm-hmm. And me find it disingenuous. You create 84,000 work. And the majority of the work, they man a BPO. We create job in a mining. We create job in a agriculture. We create job in a hotel Quarry. sector. We create job all over the place. Mm-hmm. But people just zone in from BPO. Mm-hmm. That don't make no sense, brother. That make no sense. Don't diminish people's work. It hurt me every time they do it. You know why it hurt me? It hurt mm-hmm. me personally. Because just like how them diminish a BPO person, they would have diminished my mother who did that work at Freeze One. My mm-hmm. mother used to cut shirt. She never used to sew it. She, all her job used to be every day, cut shirt. Mm-hmm. And that's him go to school. You understand? I know those were hard work when they talk about it. So don't <laughs> diminish people things. Okay. You, guess... you interested now or go on the other side of things? Them on the side? Between? Oh, I see them, them things. Interesting. We see you as more of a threat. Well, we're not really... The two of them are the same now. Them not well, different. Not exactly. He said it. <laughs> not exactly. Yeah, man. but the two of them are the same. Well, not man, not, not different. <laughs> Here's the thing. They're both Peters. The two men, them sit down in the same cabinet for the last much decades. Mm. And them did it when everything nastiness is gone. Mm. And you never hear one time one of them come out and say, no, I'm not a part of this. You understand what I'm dealing with? So then how you can tell me that you're new and different? Mm. 
I depend on that. You hear the man's name, first and second Peter. The second one is the second coming of the first one. So, what have you changed? So, that's a bar. <laughs> no, but you have to. You see, as young youth, we have to, we have to look upon anything different, you know. Mm-hmm. And one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about what me doing is that I remember when I was a kid and PJ Patterson around the country. I met me there at high school and I said, yo, the man there not run the country good. And people used to me and say, no, a black man time, no. Mm, that's what they always say. Yeah. And I said, but so well, and what, what black man have to do with this? So because I'm a black man, I must allow him for the foolishness. And of them things that we are trying to get away from, we are trying to get away from the personality politics. Mm. You did have woman time. Mm-hmm. You have black man time. Mm-hmm. Now you have Peter time. No, we're not Jamaica time. Tell me we're not Jamaica time. Bar, use that in the next <laughs> campaign. No, but it's a serious... Use this clip in the next you know? campaign, this bar. <laughs> no, it's, it's not a joke thing, Bridging. As mm. young youth, we have a pretty thing kind of different. For many years, you have some man in the thing where hold back the country. Mm. Remember, said the man them they have a thing in a way. If you never PNP, you couldn't get a work in the civil service, you know. Hmm. You remember them they have a thing named the Pickers Guild Committee, hmm. where they used to vet you before you can get a work in the civil service. I'll have to fact. We never really you can't fact check. You can't fact check it. I mean, there's enough of the people them where listen. Who from the other side I go cuss. Yeah. The, but a true I said we don't sound we not count. Yeah, yeah, we not yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I it's 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 more anecdotal. I don't know from an empirical side, but I heard that. So, so we now say know. we now say for facts. I don't kill me. I'm not done. The, the, <laughs> we now say the PNP has never done anything good for Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But what we are saying Yeah, can I bring that, in Digicel? We are say is that <laughs> the current administration is doing what's best for Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's what I say. According to Mr. Well, Robert, the numbers Mr. Morgan. The most growth we have ever had in many years. Mm-hmm. The most jobs we've ever had in many years. The mm-hmm. most road I've been in many years. The most, most school I've fixed in many years. Yeah. The most police station I've fixed in many years. Oh, Some people would say it's China doing the road, the road building. And so who are going to pay for it? Them think it's free? No, it isn't. We pay for it. The so $220. Dollar. So you think China going to take up the road and care back when they're gone? No, they're not. So then what are the arguments? But I think it's a barter thing. Because I know, I, 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 re- I was watching some on Vox. And I know, and I kind of think I know China game. But I'll discuss that with you after. I mean, I know about the game. Them. I'm just glad so we have some road. Mm-hmm. And Nigel Clark didn't negotiate the thing properly. Mm-hmm. So that we can deal with the thing sustainably. Okay. But oh, just like I said, one thing about JLP, then say road. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say the word. Yeah, the the bar, 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 the the bar, the bar, the bar, the bar, the bar, the bar, the 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 bar, 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 the we not only have fix main road. If you go up on Facebook, the people say, oh, my road fixed. 25 years now, my road no fix. Mm. Because, remember, say the road is like the veins of the country, you know. And the community roads are the, art, are the, are the, are the smaller veins them. Yeah. Mm. So if you can create an interconnectedness between the communities and the main, you're going to increase economic activity. Mm-hmm. So, for example, back in the day, it used to take away 
three hours to go mobile. No, you can't take two and a half hours. You can reach a water race in a one hour. True. Now think about that. You are running a business and you need to deliver something to a client. And instead of, instead of taking three hours for the client, get it. You can get it in two and a half hours. Not only that, but because the road is in a better condition, because if you have to go up Mount Rasa again like one time, mm-hmm. it's more efficient. Remember, say, I go Mount Rasa one night and I have to sit down there for two hours and then I have to turn back, you know. Because one chucked turn over another road. Oh, yes, yes. And it's pretty much People so don't narrow. remember them things now. You know. people, so narrow, People yeah. see the road now and them cost the boy road expensive. And it, but imagine if you sit down for Mount Rasa for two hours and then I have to turn back. Just go on me and go sleep. <laughs> 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 All right, finally, Senator Robert Morgan. As a communication specialist, yeah. communicate to us, 18 to 35 year old, that's our demographic. Why should we vote? Why should we vote, period? And why should we vote? Put our ex beside the bell. You know, I'm not play that game, now. Why? <laughs> because. If you go to an 18 and and 25 year old and tell him to vote JLP, he's not going to listen to you. Mm. Because that is empty. Mm-hmm. You know, when I say to the 18 to 25 year old, do your own research. Mm-hmm. Mm. Go on Google, read up for yourself, and look for the things that are happening in your country and make a decision as to who you think are the best government for the country. That's ambitious. Tell them to you know, read. No, it's not just ambitious, but... You know but I'm going to set up my done, so I'm going to have to say it again. No, but well, I'm I know. Set up my... You have to match it. Mm. I don't want no Zambia follow me. Mm. I don't want nobody who can't think for themselves. Like the whole of the youth, them around and Joe Wallace can't think for themselves. If Can you, have... you oppose him? Like, if you have an issue and you're like, ah, I don't think that's the right thing. It's... No, but we have discussions. I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a government of ideas, you know. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, like... And you won't be backbenched. <laughs> no, man. But what you do is, you have to, you have to, you have, there's an appropriate way to do things, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not going to be like someone who come out in the public and this my party and this my prime minister. If, if there's something that concerns me, there's, a, there's an avenue where you can go to the prime minister, you can go to a minister and say... I don't know about this. I don't think this is a good idea. Mm-hmm. And we have a discussion about it. Mm-hmm. Even before the thing go public, policy side, you have robust discussion take place. Mm-hmm. When we are on the campaign, the world are sitting in our room and we have discussions as to how to do this. The Prime Minister have in view, we have with you, and the world are we argue it out and thing. So it's not a dictatorship because everybody have knowledge, you know, and everybody intelligent. And if you are going to build a strong team, you can't build a strong team of followers. You have to build a strong team of leaders. Mm-hmm. And that's what, me, that's what me read about Andrew Wellness. He's not a man who have a sword of Damocles over your head and say, you have to listen to everything when I say, if you don't do it, you're going to hear it. He's a man who say, yo, you need to learn the thing. You need to be professional. You need to be respectful of people. I need to do the work. We have a policy. This is the policy. What I will sit down and come up with a policy. We need to execute the policy. Mm. So you know, I go see me out there. I go against Andrew. Because we already passed the stage. Because we sit down already and discuss and war about the policy. And come to a consensus internally about the policy. Mm. And you can ask any of the minister them when they go to cabinet. Sometimes some argument... 
I don't support this, I don't support that. But then the part of the good thing about leadership is being able to bring people together who are of different persuasions and different views mm-hmm. so that you can have a consensus. We'll come back straight to the cockpit country thing. <laughs> Bringing people together to have a consensus. But you can't have consensus if you are disrespect people. Mm-hmm. Mm. And that's my philosophy. Okay. So, do your own research. There you go. <laughs> yeah, man, do your research. I'm sure when you do your research, you come up on it. You're going to realize, say, go green. The right way is the best way. <laughs> <laughs> Throw away the plastic straws. Yeah, but seriously, yeah. though, for the though, like, I guess you don't have a whole heap of people coming out of place. Yeah. yeah, quite a few people come through here. Yeah. Yeah, so not popular. Somewhat, so no. So no, admit so no popular. When do I bring back spice? The thing is, we never bring her anywhere. We went to her event. And this uh, And uh, and this was pretend. Should I listen to me? Should I listen to me? No, I didn't. I didn't. At so least she took it as disrespect. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Have you apologized? I did. You never saw my post and put out to her no. and say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I, like, who hurt you? I did, and I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So you're a good youth? I'm a good youth. Mm. Okay. I saw that hopefully, she wants to acknowledge that. Hopefully something. she comes back. Yeah. Mrs. Yeah. Sashi and something, um, Nikki Z. Because Nikki Z, they are different at the time. Man. Mrs. Sashi and Nikki Z, good now. So who knows? Not right to that. You're the, the, the line. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's not something like me, I got bigger. No, it's just that, you know. If it happened, it happened. We're not holding a grudge against her. All right, good to go. Well, that's how we have to live in a youth. Which is right. Yes, I will think in youth, you know. Just like I said. <laughs> <laughs> so, how, like, how you, you fought cross we, you know? Interesting pieces of you know somebody here. You know what I'm Actually, watch it. People misunderstand me like it's crazy. Because people believe, say, because you're not politics and you're a senator, you're not a human being, you're not a Jamaican. You're mm-hmm. bougie, you don't have anything you to do with say, us. Yo, me, I'm a country, country youth, you know, I'm a dancer youth, I'm a reggae youth. Mm-hmm. So, I still, you know, the, I know where I go on, I still check where I go on, I still listen to the song, I still have the mix here, I play. You know, so, and, so, you can't, in a dancer, I don't know about nightly fix. Or you call it the fix now. Yeah, we rebrand, we classing yeah. it up. You can't, you can't, you can't, because when I interview the people them what we care about, what we want to hear, what we are listening to. Mm-hmm. So then, obviously, I mean, it's just like when the boss up on Magnum, people like, shucks. Yes, I was Magnum. like, huh? But was people thought that was pandering and you're trying to, he's trying to pander to the youths. And but you got to always have naysayers, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, life would be so boring if everybody agreed with you. True. <laughs> you Let me say to people all the time, and you know, I love the people that disagree with me. Because mm-hmm. they always keep me on my toes. Mm. Imagine if I wake up every morning and I go up on Twitter and I say, Yo, it's a good morning. And everybody say, Yes, it is. Mm. That, that would be a very boring day. <laughs> <laughs> you know? So, we, so we're always in the streets. I mean, we don't do the streets like we used to. But, um, we always keep a connection to popular culture and we know where we're going because dance all of the heartbeat of the population mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you can't be a Jamaican and don't follow the thing. I mm-hmm. mean, you don't have to follow dance or you can follow other things, but invariably, 
if you're in a Jamaica dance hall, I'm packing or somewhere she performs. True. I see you just answer your own question. <laughs> Ready to ask initially. <laughs> so, Give big up on yourself. Yeah. Give thanks for passing through and taking the time out of your very busy schedule. We did suppose I'll do this early, but because you're busy, man. Respect and thanks. Yeah, I mean, give thanks. Maybe. I respect to your viewers, watchers, your YouTubers. Which is right. Yes. And thing. And we're always there still. We're always willing for reason with the people, them. In about the vernacular and the Queen's English. <laughs> <laughs> it's a recipe. If Andrew wants to pass through, tell him anytime. We know, say, so did set up the popcorn. Yeah, friend up spice first. Friend up spice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> These conditions. We know, friend up my body. <laughs> Well, you have a problem. Yes, I have no grudge against her or anything. Well, not a friend of mine. All right, respect and thanks. Give Thank thanks. you. Big up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, people. So that was our conversation with Parliamentary Secretary and Senator. Am I getting the titles mm-hmm. right? right? Robert Nestor Morgan. Again, give thanks to him for passing through our little rinky ding podcast. I am reach out to you know. And we were wondering, like, why? <laughs> <laughs> like, why? <laughs> we'll give yeah. thanks regardless, nonetheless. It was a good conversation, right? It was. All right, so Busty Youth's time. Ari, who is the Busty Youth's artist and song of the week? My Busty Youth this week is Mortimer Lightning.
Sounds of Mortimer Uprising artist so I do him thing been doing him thing for a while. Big up your damn self, Mortimer. Okay. Another artist who has been doing his thing and doing it quite well. And who is my boss youth's artist of the week? Mm-hmm. Runkus and him song hey. 99%. The man just dropped the video feet and it a shell. Mm. Swear to Jah. Saw that one. All who's all who, who, who want financial advice that they have in the video entertainment that they in the video all these things just rate oh them set a youth just up them thing in terms of just come up coming up with concepts and you know just mm-hmm. being different and innovative really rated so mm-hmm. you know rambling from me here's a song room because 99% For a reason, everybody know the thing Where we're from, them know the queen And everybody know the king And everybody pray, but everybody know the sin So if you've been and live without that mean You probably know the thing, yeah I just want to yard up in a hoochie and the grip hey. Wanna put the lobby, cause you know we do the thing hey. Sister want to shoes, my buy a couple just for kicks hey. She them want to split from by the wall of orange, yeah Alright, cool 
getting money like Ali All my brother them live like Ali eh? My scheme love it like ice cream Money for the Jordan them rich like Kylie eh? Driving show me a school fee I shall 2G so type 5BG If I need paper IDK Highly rich that's why we pray Why we never did wisely use it Might be on God slightly fed Why we ever been blindly using Pricey clothes for life with this Fendi Fendi why we won't defend it And so find the change Instead I'm like for fight the change I fight for change Money off a milk Them the business, but the range them you that you forget the bricks. Think of vitamin when time and keep the iron by the zinc and red. I'm hungry when you run it, them will probably make you sink. Oh, yeah. Money at the pre not lying, going to the streets and buy anything you need, cause no one ever see one time. No me have the green and eye, like me in the streets in the beaks and my resupply. Money like Jesus Christ, please let ice, we never make a me cut, boy. Money in them pocket, but them probably cannot find no. Love the way them want it, them will probably sacrifice yo. You are not a profit if you're profit of a life, so if you want your losses, then you might just lost your pocket. You will pick up copper if you're not so penny wise, yup. You will pick up copper if your currency in a right, yup. Vision microscopic, want to find the things in life, so that's why me here's the last thing, and I tried it, man. I like Anzem, yeah, yo, Anzem, yeah, yo, I'm up if you know this, I'm the Anthem, yeah, yo. If you're not no paper, not a problem, yeah, yeah, yo. I just spent some guns up in a grand spend, yeah, Anzem. Yo, Anzem, yeah, yo, tell me what's material to the goddamn Christian pen, them know we're not gonna condemn. Yeah. So fit the pen, the paper, I feel start, then watch it just a monument. Alright, so that was Runkus 99%. And the video man, I tell you, we forget free, not not free guests, but cheap guests. <laughs> and all these things. Very informative, very innovative videos, I say. And the song bad too. I mean, Runkus big up your damn self. Alright, so that does it for episode 55 of the Fixed Podcast. Give thanks for listening, people. Give thanks for watching. You don't know, you can follow us across all social media platforms at the TheFixJA, Twitter, Instagram. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash TheFixJA. And of course, subscribe, 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 subscribe to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash TheFixJA. And there you see our visit that we made to Taurus Riley's Blem Sessions. That's up now on the channel. Go check that out. We had a nice time. Give thanks to Taurus Riley and the team for the invite. We had to show our support. Taurus Riley is someone who supports us. So big up yourself on that event and on the EP, Taurus Riley. Bad EP. 
and also you can check out our not nice interview that's also up up on the channel right now where he talks about the making of king midas we talk a little bit about alkaline cartel the world works so go check that out as well you can follow me e-d-o-t-n-a-r-o on instagram and on twitter where you can follow you are you can follow me at a-r-i-h-a-m-m-o-n-d on instagram yeah and before we forget patreon people patreon.com slash the fix j if you want to support us can do so there give thanks to us patrons our guana uno help keep the lights on at least internet wise <laughs> <laughs> yeah give thanks to all our patrons and again if you want to help support us financially you can do so at patreon.com slash the fix j a become a patron today all right Anything else with a big up, a big up again. Our sponsors, Sharp Cup Barbers, located at Nine Brand Shop Square. That's right across from the beaches, right beside the Ruby's gas station, Palm Boulevard. There, so uh, yeah. Ari, big up Lothian's boutique for my hair. Thank you uh, for your hair. For my hair. All right, people, we're gone. Know. Give thanks again. SoundCloud, SoundCloud.com, fix J A, rate review on. Apple Podcasts as well. Follow us on SoundCloud. SoundCloud.com slash FixJA. Look for us on I am um, Apple Podcasts. Fix Podcasts. Rate, review. Respect to one and all. Give thanks. Oh God. Geek out.